Welcome to Tea Time with Mary. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski. I'm a former bikini fitness model turned self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hey friends, before we begin, I just wanted to let you know that this podcast episode is sponsored by my favorite books. Not literally, but I did create a book list for you with all of my favorite books for self-love and body image and self-confidence and just overall self-healing and growth. I am a huge personal growth person. And to be honest with you, a lot of the things that I talk about come from the books that I've read. I'm a big reader and I always tell my little sister, readers are leaders. And I love audiobooks. I love book books. I love Kindle. I love all the forms of books. Just give me all the goods. So I decided to create a book list for you with my top 25 favorite books. And I actually add to this list. So there's probably going to be more than 25 books on it. But I have narrowed it down to top 25 books that you need to read to start the self-love journey. I'm not saying you have to read all the books right now, but you should have this list handy dandy for when you're getting a book on Amazon or shopping in your Audible or whatever. So I've created this book list and you can get it at maryscupoftea.com slash books. And I will also put it in the show notes. And let me know how you like these recommendations by screenshotting what you're reading and tagging me in your Instagram stories. I always love seeing you use my recommendations. It just makes my whole day because we're like a little community. So anyways, maryscupoftea.com slash books. Go get it. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Mary's Cup of Tea. It feels like I haven't done a solo episode like this in a while, so I'm really excited to talk to you all today. And I want to start off by telling you a story about one time when I went to a psychic workshop back when I was living in Calgary, Canada. So this was around the time when Danny and I had first met. If you're not familiar with my friend Danny, she's the one that I went to Bali with the first time. Um, And she's been just a big part of my self-love journey because her and I going to Bali together was just the most transformational experience of my life. But back when her and I first met, um, we actually met at a cocktail lounge that we worked at together. And we started hanging out a lot. And one day she called me on like a Friday night. She's like, hey, um, my psychic is holding this workshop and we should go. And I'm like, okay, like I'm always down to try new things, whatever. And so we go to this workshop and it was actually not a psychic workshop, but it was actually catered to empaths. And it was for empaths to um, kind of harness their gifts in a way that doesn't deplete their own energy. So if you're like me and you consider yourself an empath, it means that you feel things really deeply, that you pick up on other people's feelings, that you empathize with people. And a lot of the times it's very difficult for you to have boundaries between your emotions and other people's emotions. Um, And that's something that I have been, you know, trying to find a balance with for a while because as I'm on a self-love journey of my own, I also have this insane call to heal the world in any way I can. Um, And because of that, sometimes I forget to take care of myself, which is quite the paradox. (laughs) But anyways, this workshop was catered to people like me and people probably like you, if you resonate with that. Um, But we talked about a lot of things, but one part of the workshop like really changed the way that I see self-love. So she started talking about like 
being stressed and worrying about people and taking on other people's pain and that kind of stuff. And she's like, raise your hand if you're going through a difficult time in your life right now. And about a third to half of the room raised their hand. And she's like, okay, people who just said that they're going through a hard time in their life, I want you to get in the middle of the room and everybody else, let's form a circle around them. And so we did that. We got in our formations. The people who said they were going through something difficult were in the middle. And then all of us, the rest of us, were just in a circle around them. By the way, the facilitator of this workshop, the psychic, her name was Angel. So Angel was like, okay, now people in the middle, I want you to think about whatever it is that you're going through. So whatever that situation is, like bring it to the forefront of your mind. And everybody in the outside circle, I want you to worry about them. Okay, let's be worry warts. Let's worry about them because they're going through some tough shit. So we need to worry about them. Okay, ready? Go. And for two minutes, we all just sat there like the people in the middle were worrying about their problems. The people on the outside were worrying about the people in the middle. (laughs) And, you know, there was just this heavy energy. um, And it felt like we were just adding negative energy to the fire, right? And the whole room was just tense. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. It was just tense. And um, then after about two minutes, Angel was like, okay, you can stop your worrying now. Now let's flush it out. Let's take a couple deep breaths. So we took a couple cleansing breaths and she's like, okay, now outside circle, inside circle, do the same thing you were doing. But now outside circle, I want you to send these people love. I just want you to picture a light coming from up above, going through you and going to them. Like you're passing that light and love onto them. And I just want you to visualize that and think about them and send them love as they are sitting in the inside circle. And so she's like, ready, go. Okay, send them love. And oh my goodness, the energy in the room just shifted incredibly. We were all focused on sending these people love. It was no longer this energy of worrying about people, but instead it was sending people love. And we did this for about two minutes and she's like, okay, how did that feel? And outside circle was like, oh my God, so much better. And she's like, inside circle, how did it feel when they sent you love as opposed to when they worried about you? And they're like, so much better. (laughs) I think one woman even said like, I feel like I don't even have problems anymore, you know, because I just feel so supported. And that's what happens when you send people love. It is one thing to sit in your room and feel helpless and worry about people. And I totally know that paralyzing feeling of like, I want to do something, but I don't know what to do. And it's draining. It's draining not only for yourself, but it's also draining to the person that you're you're worried about. And I think we don't think about that often enough. Like, what does our worrying do? It does nothing. It doesn't fix anything. It doesn't help anybody feel better. If anything, it actually makes the person you're worrying about feel worse because now not only do they have their own shit going on, but now they're worried about you worrying about them, (laughs) right? Um, So instead, we have to step into sending love. And I tell this story because upon further exploration in my self-love journey, 
I started diving into like Buddhist meditation practices just to have more self-compassion and self-acceptance. And if you know, if you're familiar with Buddhism at all, you know that it's all about acceptance and love and peace and inner peace, especially, right? So upon diving further into my self-love journey, I found out that this is actually a Buddhist meditation practice for self-love. It's called a loving-kindness meditation. So a loving-kindness meditation is basically, um, as I heard it described by a spiritual teacher, is you sit wherever you are. Um, Likely, you know, you could do this meditation at any point. So if you're in public, you just find somebody, a stranger, somebody that's walking by. It doesn't matter who. But you find somebody and you just send them love. You picture them living their best life. You picture them solving all their problems. You picture them having lots of joy and peace and happiness and and their family. Like you just picture them happy. And by doing so, by extending love to others, you actually feel a lot better with yourself too. I firmly believe in when in doubt, focus out. That is like a mantra that I live by. When in doubt, focus out, Mary. When in doubt, focus out. And when I say doubt, I mean any kind of self-doubt or stress or uncertainty or just feeling ick. When you're feeling that way, it is so important to step outside yourself and to zoom out and focus on other people and focus on helping somebody else. And I get, whenever I bring this up, a lot of people ask me, well, what about self-care? And isn't self-love all about yourself? And I need to take time for myself. Yes, and you can do both. You can step outside yourself and focus on the bigger picture and help other people. And by doing that, you're also taking care of yourself and you're taking care of your mental health. And you are going to find a lot more inner peace than you ever would if you were just forcing yourself to, I don't know, take a bubble bath in the name of self-love and you sit in that tub worrying about other people, right? It is a lot more productive to extend a helping hand to somebody else and This is very psychological too, because by extending love, we are being love. And when we step into that energy of being love, you can't not extend that to yourself. Let me repeat that. When you love other people, you can't not love yourself because love is love is love is love. I can't say that enough. I know it sounds like super esoteric, but love is just love. There's no separation between I love them, but I don't love me. When you love them, you're also loving you because that energy is the same. It is flowing through you and it is that much easier to recognize it as self-love when you let it flow through you and go to other people, especially if you are one of those people that feels like you love other people, but you can't love yourself. That was me for a very long time. I always hated that quote that was like, you can't love others until you love yourself. I'm like, bullshit. I love others so deeply, so deeply. And I hated that quote. And I still don't think it's true. I do think that it's true that if you love other people, you can learn to love yourself. All it takes is to just shift the energy towards yourself. Even if it's for one moment, if you do it for one moment, you can do it for a minute. And if you do it for a minute, you can do it continuously throughout your life anytime you need more self-love. So with that being said, I just want to like take one minute to practice this because it's one thing to talk about meditation and the loving kindness meditation and self-love and it's another thing to do it. 
So I want you to think of a person that you are currently a little bit worried about, whether they're a friend or a family member, or you're worried about the world, or you're worried about certain communities, or whoever, whatever that is to you, like bring that to the forefront of your mind. And now I want you to just picture that person or that community or that the world or whatever. I, I invite you to focus on a specific person just because I feel like specificity makes it that much more tangible. But let's think of a person. So bring that person to your mind. And now picture that person happy. Picture them surrounded by family and friends and people that they love and people that love them. Picture them getting a promotion. Picture them having hot sex (laughs) and eating delicious food. Picture them traveling the world with their favorite person. Picture them happy. Okay, do you take a moment? Now check in with yourself and tell me, metaphorically, tell me, how did that feel? Do you feel lighter? Do you feel like, hey, that felt really good? Do you feel like it made it a little bit easier to love yourself? Do you feel like it was no longer this heavy energy of, I don't know what to do. I need to do something. I'm so worried. Everything's falling apart. The world's coming to an end. Do you feel that story being interrupted by unconditional love? That is what the loving kindness meditation does. So with that being said, I want to talk about everything that's been going on and how I've been handling it. And by everything going on, I mean the recent (sighs) highlighting of the racism in America. I say highlighting because it's always existed. And I think that it was just a lot easier for us white people to ignore before, whereas now you just cannot ignore it. Um, Because of all of this, my heart has felt heavy, just like so many of us. And I've been trying to do my part in helping, and I've been trying to donate to the causes and speak up and share Black people's voices and and just do my part, like do what I can, you know? And it's very difficult when you're doing that because you feel like you you should, if that makes sense. Like going back to that oh, I need, to, I need to do this because I'm worried or I need to do this because if I don't, then I'm a bad person. Like that's some horrible energy to put on the black community. Instead, I want you to practice sending love. And I want that sending love, that meditation that we just did, in addition to action. So the little actions that you take, talking to your friends and family about racism, reading the books, educating yourself, donating money, supporting the causes, donating your time. The loving kindness meditation plus action is going to help you operate from a higher level of consciousness. It's going to help you operate from a totally different frequency. And that higher frequency, that is what's going to help heal the world. If we approach it from a place of lack, from a place of fear, from a place of scarcity and doubt and insecurity, then we're only going to add those emotions into this fire that is already burning. If instead we come from up above and we do our part 
with a sense of love, love for ourselves and love for others. And we have boundaries and we occasionally take time away from social media and take time away from our phones and the news to also take care of ourselves and to just practice this energy work. That is going to make a tremendous impact on your mental health as you are changing the world. These little things add up. These little things are the big things. And I was, you know, wondering how self-love can show up on a bigger scale. You know, like I always say, self-love is not about feeling pretty or just loving your cellulite. Like, it's great if you do. But to be honest, I don't really care about that stuff as much. For me, self-love is about healing your heart so that you can show up bigger and better to the world so that you can show up as authentically yourself, so that you can change lives, so that you can contribute to the causes that you're passionate about, so that you can make your own dreams come true. That's what self-love is. It is not about just your looks. And it's not about just, I don't know, feeling like it's all good in the hood. And it's not self-complacency. I think that's the, the biggest misconception is that if I love myself, then I'll just become complacent. The opposite is true. If you love yourself, you will have more energy to help other people. You will have more energy to do all the amazing, wonderful things that you were born to do. And you will do it knowing that whatever you do is enough. Now, with the topic of racism, I know right now it feels like everything I do is not enough. And it's so difficult because I know the feeling of feeling like called out and, oh my God, all these st- this stuff that I didn't even know about and I can't do anything right. Like I get it. That just does not mean that that needs to stop us. I've been trying to step into the discomfort and I've been trying to be like, okay, I'm called out. I fucked up. This sucks. It doesn't feel good, but guess what? It's never gonna compare to the level of pain the Black communities face. So with that being said, what we do will never be enough, but you can operate from a place of I'm enough. I just want to repeat that and elaborate what I mean by that. What we do in terms of our actions, it's never going to be enough because racism isn't going to change overnight. And we have a lot of work to do as a society. But that is the society, the collective as a whole. You as a person, you are enough. And every single little thing that you do is enough. And it's contributing and it's helping. And don't stop. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't stop. So again, I don't want this to come from a space of, I need to do all these things because I'm not enough. It's, I am enough. And because I am enough, I am so enough. My cup is so full that that love is overflowing to other people. That my capacity is just greater to love other humans because I love myself. I'm going to take a deep breath because I feel like I've been talking and I I hope that this isn't too far out there and this isn't too like difficult to grasp because I know sometimes the spiritual stuff can feel like it, um, especially when you combine the spiritual stuff with like activism work. And I I firmly believe that there can be both and that they can coexist. Um, I use things like the loving kindness meditation and law of attraction and manifestation, not in place of taking action, but in addition to taking action. So this isn't about meditating that the world is going to be okay and the world suddenly becomes okay. That is not what happens. This is about making sure that you are grounded enough to make your contribution. And you can't make your contribution without also taking the action. It's just like with any goal. 
You have to meditate on believing in yourself that you're worthy of it, that it will happen for you. And you also got to like buckle down and do the work that it takes to get there. So I firmly believe in both and. It's not an either or situation for me. And I no longer operate from a place of either or. Like I can either do this or I can do either do that. It's like, no, I am abundant. I am capable. I am worthy. And I can do it all. So with that being said, I hope that that helps. I hope this loving kindness meditation will be a form of groundedness or a practice for grounding for you as you go through this difficult time with the pandemic, with the racism in this country, with your personal life, with anything. Honestly, the loving kindness meditation can be used at any time, but I just felt like it was super timely at this point in history. So with all that being said, I am sending you so much love and together we will heal the world. I promise. Okay. I will talk to you next time and toodaloo. I can't believe I just said toodaloo. I think it's like really awkward for me to wrap up (laughs) podcast recordings because I'm like, how do I say goodbye? It's like saying goodbye on the phone or when you're like leaving a friend's house. It's like really hard to say goodbye. Anyways, goodbye. I love you. Talk to you next time.